Hey, before you start today's episode, I just wanted to jump on in and tell you about something so very exciting. I am holding my first ever summit. The Rise Above Summit is going to be on the 20th and the 21st of March and the tickets to it are free. All you have to do is register at theriseabovesummit.com. Now, I have pulled together the most phenomenal lineup for you. Honestly, it's like a who's who of the online world. So if you have an online business that you want to grow, so you're either a course creator, a membership owner, or a coach and do offer group programs, then this is definitely the summit for you. You are going to learn everything you need to know from the best experts out there in terms of growing that business. Let me just give you a little rundown of some of the speakers that we've got speaking. We've got the amazing Amy Porterfield, who's going to be sharing with us about growing her audience and basically creating a million dollar online business. We've got the phenomenal Michael Hyatt, who is a New York Times bestselling author, who's going to be talking to us about getting organized in our business. We've got Mike from the Membership Guys, who's going to be talking about using free content to sell your online membership. We've got Lucy Street from Adobe Express sharing the secret source of social media. We've got Graham Cochran, who's talking about a million dollar life giving business formula. And I do an amazing interview with him. We have Adrian Salisbury talking about three keys to maximizing your on camera presence. We have Kirsten Miller, Mary Hyatt, Joy Ann Boyce. Uh, we have Fifi Mason, Robin Kennedy. We have Kylie Lang, Melanie Moore, Jen Lena, Natalie Bullen, Liz Mosley. Like the list goes on and on and on. We honestly have the most phenomenal people. We also have various different activities that you can take part in that go from meditation to tapping to doing marketing in 10 minutes. So we've got lots of fun things and there's also competitions to get amazing swag. So go and check out theriseabovesummit.com. It will be linked in the show notes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go and find it in my social media. Get your free ticket. And after you get your free ticket, you will be given the opportunity to upgrade to our VIP pass. And our VIP pass means that you can watch any of these sessions whenever you want. Because the one thing about putting on such an amazing summit with such a big and amazing lineup is that we can't fit them all in two days. And in order to fit them in, we're doing tracks. So you will get to pick between three different speakers of which one to watch live. And unless you've got the VIP passed, you won't be able to watch the speakers that you've missed. So do check that out as well. It's honestly going to be amazing. I am so very excited about it and I can't wait to see you there. So this is why I'm so passionate about making sure that you get the support and the guidance and the and the mindset work and the motivation and the cheerleading that you need rather than going to someone and them telling you you're doing it wrong. And don't get me wrong, people do it wrong, okay? I see things and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that that might be why that didn't work. However, I don't go and tell them what a fool they are or shame them. I work with them and explain to them why I think and my opinion, because that's all it is at the end of the day. Yeah, I've got some you know, experience to back stuff up, but it is still my opinion. So I want to make sure that you amazing people out there who are working so incredibly hard to show yourself and to put yourself forward that you're not getting that, that kind of terrible support.
Welcome to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 227. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, I will share with you business, marketing, and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello and welcome to, I kind of guess, the first episode of the new name. So we have just changed the name from Marketing That Converts to Your Dream Business Podcast. And I've talked a few times on the podcast about why we've made this change, but it wasn't just because I wanted a new lovely brand and a new lovely name. It goes a lot deeper than that. And if you are on my email list, if you get my emails, then you'll know that I'm on a bit of a mission and a mission to bring about some change in my industry and change in terms of how you get advice and that advice that you give or that you're given. Anyway, it's a bit hard to explain, but hopefully as this episode goes on, you will it will all make sense and come together. If you're new to the podcast, because I have asked my lovely podcast listeners to share this episode, then welcome. You are most welcome here. I hope you bear with me while I stumble through these next few bits, because like I said, this is, there's a lot kind of to this that I just want to get to, uh, and it might seem a little bit bitty, and I apologize if that's the case. Also, for those of you who are avid listeners, you might have heard that last week I said we were doing an interview this week, and we were doing an interview, and that is coming next week. But I was so passionate to do an episode on this mission and this new kind of rising up that I'm doing that I wanted to make sure we got it out as soon as possible. So, obviously, we've been through a brand change, and I wanted to say that that wasn't just because I wanted a new pretty logo and some nice new colours. It was brought about the fact that I have been doing this a long time. I have been in business now eight years, I think, and I've been in the online space for at least five or six. And in my time in the online space and in my time of working with lots of business owners, I've seen lots and lots of things. I've seen lots of ways of how this is done. I've seen lots of experts speak. I've seen lots of people think they're experts. I've seen people start businesses, leave businesses, and I've seen the good and the bad and the ugly of what is the online world. But I'm specifically talking about experts out there, people like me, people who make their living by helping other business owners, by supporting them. I'm always very adamant in explaining and saying that the reason I can support people in marketing is because I have a degree in it and I've spent six, no, more than 16 years, probably more like 17 or 18 years in it now. And then as time went on, I then started talking about business because the longer I ran my business, the more I knew about that. And then as time went on, I started talking about mindset because I do a huge amount of work for my own mindset. I learn a lot. I've paid lots of money for things. I've attended stuff. And I really kind of jumped both feet into mindset and business and therefore feel that only now am I qualified is probably not the right word, but you know, I can now talk about it. And like I said, over the years, I've watched these various things go on and feel like now it's time for change. I have seen that. I've seen the best and the worst. I've seen people who are 
who basically have created something and then try and teach others to create the same, but without explaining that that's how they got successful. It's like someone who, okay, it's like someone who is good on Instagram and builds their own Instagram profile because they take pictures of shoes that they happen to love. And then they go out to the world and say, I'll teach you how to be an influencer. Well, they don't really technically necessarily know how to be an influencer for, I don't know, a farm or influencer for screws. They just know how to do it for them. So I've seen that. That's not the worst of it, but I've seen that happen. But also I've seen how some people get treated and how business owners get treated and how people really do exploit their level of expertise. They exploit the the privilege they've been given, really. I think, and I think those people forget that they're here to serve you. And this is something that I never forget. The reason I'm here doing the job I do is because of you. It's for you and it's because of you. And I don't underestimate that for one second. I don't appreciate that. I am very, very grateful to have a job and a life I adore, but that's because of you. And like I said, it's something that I don't underestimate. And yet I see so many others do. I have seen people who create memberships purely from a money point of view. I've seen people who create courses because they want to become rich overnight and have not really cared about what they're giving you or what they're delivering or your success. And that makes me mad, like proper, proper mad because of the fact that you guys are doing one of the hardest jobs in the world. Okay. You have been brave enough to step out of your own comfort zone. You've been brave enough to take a risk and start a business, to believe in yourself, even when you don't feel like you're believing in yourself. You have done something that a very small percentage of people ever even try. And you've done this. And then you go to people to support you, to help you, to develop you, to grow. And they shame you or they bully you into doing something or they use underhanded tactics to make you buy. And they act like theirs is the only way. But the worst thing is they don't even want to get to know who you are and what you do and what type of person you are. They'd rather just tell you where you're going wrong and how to do it without taking into account those other things. And the other reason I want to explain about like how very amazing it is that you are where you are is because another thing that I am working super hard on and trying to bring it into everything in the forefront of everything I do is the understanding of marginalized communities, of historic marginalized communities, women being one of them, people of color being another, you know, lots of people out there who were never brought up to think that this was something they could do or this opportunity was open to them. And I know an awful lot of you listen to you, to the podcast are female or identify as female. And and I just want to remind you about this. Now, I've talked before that I'm in Rachel Rogers's community and she had some great stats like that I want to, I want to tell you about, which are obviously facts, but I got them from her. But she talks about the fact that women in society are told we're not good with money. We are told that we're frivolous, that we spend too much, we buy too many shoes. And by doing this, we're told mainly by white men that we need to pull back, we need to reduce our spending. If we weren't so frivolous and bought all these pairs of shoes, we could have done this. And basically, we're told to deprive yourself, like 
that you're not allowed that. And yet they are, if they want to buy. So if they want to buy something, it's not frivolous. It's like, that's okay. But if we want to buy something, it's frivolous. And you're basically being told to be small and less than and shrink yourself down, which I think as women, particularly for me when I was growing up, I talked a lot and that's now my business. And yet I was told to be quiet more times than I can tell you. And that they didn't want someone who was loud and spoken out and talked a lot. Also, when it comes to money and wealth and business, Rachel had some amazing stats. So 89% of the world's billionaires are men. Okay. Only 11% are women. Like that is a ridiculous, that's just insane. Like 90% almost are men. Um, they basically had like a 2000 year head start on us. This is why I'm so passionate about making sure that you get the support and the guidance and the and the mindset work and the motivation and the cheerleading that you need rather than going to someone and them telling you you're doing it wrong. And don't get me wrong, people do it wrong, okay? I see things and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that that might be why that didn't work. However, I don't go and tell them what a fool they are or shame them. I work with them and explain to them why I think and my opinion, because that's all it is at the end of the day. Yeah, I've got some you know, experience to back stuff up, but it is still my opinion. So I want to make sure that you amazing people out there who are working so incredibly hard to show yourself and to put yourself forward that you're not getting that that kind of terrible support. So what else did she say? So basically only 30% of US businesses are owned by women and only 2% of women founded businesses will hit seven figures. Again, like this is just crazy. The average black household in the US has a net worth of $17,000 a year, whereas the average white household has a net worth of $170,000 a year. How can any of this be right? It's not. I don't know why I asked the question. It's not right. I guess I'm asking the question of how can this still be the case now? How can we still be in this? And basically she she talked about and and confirmed that obviously this data that they currently do only falls into female and male gender categories. It doesn't take into account all the other gender categories that we now have. So there's no stats on that. And I can only imagine they would look even worse than just splitting it into the female and male categories. I can only imagine that, you know, how far behind women are. I can only imagine that's worse for other gender categories. Um, and so basically, you know, in my kind of, you know, giving you these stats and talking about this, which I hope is interesting because it blows my flipping mind, quite honestly, we live in an imbalanced world. We live in a world where this is not a straight up playing field that we're all on. Like I said, males have had around 2000 year head start on us. Oh, I've then did some research and some other facts. I had to write something the other day for an article for a magazine and they asked about women in business. So I did a bit of research and I wanted to bring these into this episode. You know, right, that in the 1960s, so I was born in 79. So like not a million miles before I was born, women needed their husband's permission to open a bank account in the USA. Like, again, can we just let that, that settle in? Then in... 1988, so while I was, what, nearly 10, women 
business owners couldn't get a business loan without a male counterpart signing it. Like, can we just take a minute and realise how flipping unbelievable you are? Like, I, I'm, I almost want to go silent because I want that to sink in. Business is hard and yet, it's, business is hard for everyone. And yet, if you are a female or identify as a female, we've basically had, we're like just at the start of our journey. And the fact that you are listening to this, the fact that you have a business that, like I said, most a huge percentage of the population won't even try. And the fact that we are so very behind as females is mind-blowing to me how amazing that is. And I am so proud of you and you should be so flipping proud of yourself. You should be high-fiving yourself on a very regular basis. No matter how your day goes today, I want you to remember you are a flipping rock star. So how does this impact on this mission that I'm trying to kind of like bring forward? So in everything I've just said to you in the unjustness of all that stuff that I've just given you, the stats and stuff, but also in the fact of the world we're in and the online world and the fact that we go to experts to help us and support us and encourage us and motivate us to keep going because it's lonely out there and it's hard. So one of the things that I am kind of rising up against is some of the ways in which the online experts do these things. So I sent out an email the other day to my lovely community and I talked about these points. And basically I said that running a business is hard and what makes it harder is experts who. And I went through these points and I want to just make sure that I run through these with you who enforce their opinion about what you should do with your business when they are not interested in finding out about you. Now, I have worked with lots of businesses. I know lots of things, but each and every single one of you is different. I don't care what people say, you are completely different. And if someone isn't willing to understand you, and I don't just mean like, listen to a question and answer it. I, and the reason I talk so much, and we joke that I never give a, you know, short answer when a long one will do, because I'm trying to get to the bottom of how they feel about that thing they're asking about or who they are. And And like I said, sometimes you just need a straight answer. Should, well, okay, let's take this. Should I be on Instagram? Well, hang on, that depends. Uh, Do you like that sort of thing? Are your customers there? Are you, you know, willing to do X, Y, Z? And this is the problem. Lots and lots of experts out there won't say that. They'll go, yeah, you should be, without taking into account anything else. So that's the first thing. If they're enforcing their opinion on what you should do with your business and they are not interested in finding out who you are or more details about you, you do not put up with that. Okay. Experts who shame you for what you have not done. Now, I know lots of experts out there in every walk of life in terms of single people, single males, married couples with no children, experts with children, with many children, and all of them at some point or another, I have heard them shame people and basically said, well, I can do it. So if I can do it, you can do it. They don't know what's going on in your world. And sometimes we don't need that shame. Sometimes we need the love and the understanding and the encouragement. And I pride myself on knowing the people in my club well enough or making sure I understand them well enough. So I know when they need the carrot and I know when they need the stick. And there are some people who need me to go, okay, what have you got on today? 
And I look at what their day is and I'm like, you have got time to do that today. I'd like to spend an hour doing it today. And that works for some people. Other people that I can't do that with, but it's because I understand them that I can, I know which of them I can do, but it's never out of shame, never, ever. And it's never out of a, well, look at me. I started off as a single parent. I did this, I, whatever. And this is the size of my business now. No, absolutely not. We do not need, shame is one of the worst things you can feel. It's so destroying. You don't need that. You probably do that plenty yourself. You definitely don't need it from someone else. So if someone tries to shame you into not doing something or that you haven't done, then don't put up with it. You deserve better. Using underhand or over persuasive ways to get you to buy. So again, I've heard it all. I've heard people who sell programs, might be memberships, might be courses, and they get you on a call and they basically pin you down until you buy. My 90-day program is the only thing you'll have a call with me about. And at the end of it, I basically say to them, I will leave the decision to you now. I will speak to you when, you know, whatever day and you let me know. There is no pressure at all. There are tactics that I have used in the past that I am not going to use now. I'm not going to do the open and close cart thing anymore because I feel like sometimes the FOMO missing out thing, that is a tactic that's used by marketers. And I'm not saying that's as bad as some of the stuff I've seen and heard. However, it doesn't fit with me now. I know I'm giving myself a harder job because I'm not giving people the impetus to to get on and do something. But in my head, I'm I want to be there when you need me. So that's the main thing. So the next one was, uh, this is a funny one, tell you that they don't charge enough without understanding you, your customers or what you offer. This is a big one. I I have worked with people where they've told me what they tell people to charge and like my mouth has hit the desk because I'm absolutely shocked that that's the case, that they are saying that. For me, I know probably you do not charge enough, okay? I know you probably don't because we don't. We end up, you know, I've just told you how, you know, women are basically told they're no good with money and they shouldn't have money and basically they needed a man to help them with money. And therefore that hardly sets you up with the confidence to go, I'm going to charge what I'm worth or I'm going to charge, you know, what is deserving of the work I do. However, I also just don't want people blanket telling you, put your prices up. I've heard that too many times, too many times. And even though I help people put their prices up, even though I talk them through how to do it and why they should, and it is not done without understanding who they are and their confidence and and I would rather take those baby steps to move them up than try, just shut them down straight away by going, you should double your thing. Like, honestly, that is so, so, it's actually more damaging than what they think it is. I think people think when they're telling people, put your prices up, they're inspiring them. They're not. They're basically saying you're charging nothing because you're worth nothing. And it's bad. It's really bad. And do you know what? When I look back to what I used to charge, I charged hardly anything to begin with. Like really late on, I charged hardly anything. I used to work with people who they paid me to do something and they paid me a pittance. And yet they were experts that basically told the world how much you should be charging for the thing that I was charging them for. And it was like 10 times what they were paying me. And I thought that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like you do not practice what you preach. You do not pay me the thing you're telling everybody else to charge. You know, it's just completely underhand. Okay, so again, do not put up with it. You are worth better than this. Uh, Don't take into account your family, your home, your season of life, especially male experts with no children. Holy moly, I can get on my soapbox about this one. 
And again, too many examples of men telling you, you are not busy. You are just not, oh, this one drives me insane because I can literally picture the words they wrote. You do not have the wisdom to understand what you need to do. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. My head nearly blew off when I read that. Literally, you know, we run homes, we are very busy people. And yet someone who has no other commitments telling us we're not busy and we just don't have the wisdom is an absolute outrage. But the fact is they didn't even want to find out how people's lives were. They didn't even want to understand what is involved in people's lives. And that is just not on. You need someone who is going to take into account your family life, take into account, you know, we had something the other day, we were doing some annual planning with the executive club and they were talking about when they wanted to launch something. And we literally went, right, when's half term? Because this person has children and the people she sells to have children. And it's like, you know, you are completely underestimating how much time you've got there because you're not going to be able to do it. Also, that they don't want to hustle 24-7, that they do want the balance, that maybe they can't do a morning routine right now because they've got a baby and quite honestly just getting up and brushing your teeth and, well, I was going to say looking vaguely presentable. I'm not sure I ever did uh, back then. But you need someone who understands those things. So again, if you're working with someone who will not take into account or don't want to deal with it, I've heard experts basically not want to get involved when someone's been upset because something's happened in their life. And it's like, you know, our businesses and our lives are so intertwined. It's unbelievable. So you, I can't just talk to someone about their business and not take into account what their life is like. Like I said, do not put up with it. And then experts who bully you into action rather than work on you and improve your mindset so that you can do things for yourself and your own steam. One thing I'm so conscious of, and I see a lot, is people people out there want you to always want them and always rely on them. That is not the case in my world. And that is something that I am really strong about. The fact of you, you need to build those like tools and strategies yourself. I will be there to support you, to help you, to, you know, encourage you and motivate you. But I am not setting you up to always need me, my programs, my stuff. Like when someone goes through the 90 day program and finishes at the end and goes, do you know what? I'm set. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So again, if they're setting you up and bullying you into action rather than, you know, finding how you work and how that works for you. It's like my daughter at school, she was really struggling to work and and because she got bored easily and she likes a certain way of being taught. And she goes to a very small school with small class sizes. And I was very much of the same opinion that you need to work what works for her. Like, you know, she's not going to conform and she's not conforming. So you are in the privileged position that there are not many children in this class that you can help her understand how she's going to work best to then empower her to do it. So it sounds like I feel like I just had a bit of a rant, which I did not mean to. And I apologise if I've suddenly taken the tone down a bit and you're like, oh, geez, I'll just like give up today. That is not the case. I am, I'm shining a light on the things that people do. And I'm telling you, it's not all right. It is not okay to put up with that. You are paying them money. My people are paying me money and it is not acceptable for anyone to do any of those things or not help you and support you and treat you in the way that you need to be supported and treated and helped. So honestly, like I said, the reason I wanted to do this, the reason I wanted to come on here and talk about this right now at the point in which we're changing everything is because I'm so passionate about it. 
the same reason why I've changed the name to your dream business, because it's yours. It's not mine. It's not what I tell you it should be. Again, I've got too many examples, but one, there was a lady I worked with and she was in another club and she worked one-to-one with clients and they told her she should have an online business because the way she worked was ineffective and she could earn a lot more money doing this other thing. And I spoke to her and said, well, what do you like? Like, you know, do you like the online business? This is what an online business looks like. This is what my days look like. This is how I work. And she's like, no, I love going out. I love, and she had a bike. She used to bike into the centre of London. She goes, I like to get on my bike and go and have a meeting. I like meeting new people. So I'm like, well, why are you listening to what they're telling you? It's your business, your life. You get to choose. And you know what? You're the only one who's going to be affected from it. You and your family, you and the people around you. So I want you to take two things from this episode and I want you to share it and shout about it loud, okay? One, you do not have to put up with any of those underhanded things. You are paying people. You do not have to be made to feel the way we've just talked about. And two, if you are a female, if you are identify as a female, if you are from a historical marginalised community, you are unflipping believable. You are the most amazing human. Do you know that? I did a call the other day and I was, there was all these women, it was a Friday afternoon and there was two of them there with babies on their hips, like doing the work on a workshop. And I just, honestly, it makes me want to come to tears because it just, I'm in awe of it. And I just want people to realise how flipping amazing they are and feel that power inside of them and know that they are doing a phenomenal job. You listening to this right now, you are doing a phenomenal job and you should be so proud of yourself. And you deserve to work with people who see that, who want to see that, who understand that and want to know you and your business and work out how it works for you and make your dream business. Okay, now I've got off my soapbox. Uh, I hope that wasn't too ranty. Uh, If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Like I said, they're not always this ranty, but it was just such an important message to get out. And I will see you for the next episode. If you like this, please do share. There are so many business owners out there on their own who are just struggling and they need to hear this stuff. They need to understand how amazing they are. So please do share on your social, with your friends, in your email, however and wherever you want to. I will be back next week with the episode with Emily, as I promised last week. It's a really good one. I think you'll like it. And I will see you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 